What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think you guys will need these today. Big Sales National Football Show. Welcome to a national championship Monday night. And the conclusion of the National Football League's regular season. A lot of storylines coming out of the weekend. Let's start with the Eagles versus the JV Giants. Pathetic. Worst performance of the year. That was a joke that you went into the fourth quarter with your hurt quarterback. Your coaches, once again, showing the inability to close teams out. One of the worst coach games of the year. Um, and one of the least effort games of the year. You were playing scrubs. Nothing positive came out of that game except this. Well, we won. Congratulations. You are not better than the Niners. You are not. It is not close. If Tyrod Taylor had played in that game, the Giants would have beat you. You're lucky the Giants put the white flag up before the game. Tyrod Taylor would have beat you. Some dude named Webb I've never heard of. Half the team that the Giants put on the field I've never heard of. They were throwing to people that they had hated, Galladay, and then the rest of those stiffs. Unbelievable. And you're going to sit around and tell me you think that the Eagles are with great momentum going into the postseason. That was a trash effort and a horrifically coached football team. It's been a month of bad coaching, and it's on display. You can't close out the junior varsity Giants. That was disgusting. Honestly, man, that was a horrible effort. You cannot feel good about your football team going into the postseason. That's a shit-ass effort. You're supposed to be closing this thing out. You went, hey, so wait a minute. Let me get this right, and I know what some of you idiots are going to say. 
Seals, they didn't want to show anything. It was a vanilla offense. So you thought it was in the best interest to play a hurt quarterback who the coach came out and said he was really hurting 60 minutes of football. You thought that was the smart thing to do. Wow. How blinded are some of you? Here's some of the takeaways. It was a junior varsity football team you played. Nothing positive. Nothing positive. Except this. You won. Other than that, worst effort of the year, worst game of the year. You know, I I, I promised you this on Friday. You were going to, I thought you'd win this game 48-10. Remember what I said on Friday? Here's what I'm looking for. How you coach Jalen and how you coach the roster. The New York Giants made a game of it. Dude, if I'm the Giants, I'm very thrilled with my backups. That was a hell of an effort by those guys. Tell you this, if I'm the Giants, I feel better about my team than your team right now. It was embarrassing. Play calling was atrocious. Dude, they ran the ball for over 130 or 125 or 8 yards, whatever it was, with scrubs. With scrubs. They had scrubs in the game. Jalen Hurts sucked in that game. He was terrible. I mean, they played their starters into the fourth quarter? Jack Driscoll's terrible. You're fired. Step into my office. TJ Edwards, once again, struggling to cover backs and tight ends. I mean, you got to be kidding me. By the numbers, take a look at this. 22 to 16 against scrubs. The scrub team scored 16 points on you. Holy shit. First downs, Eagles 23 to 18. This was a game. Total yards, 342 to 284 versus scrubs. Rush is 135. One. So wait a minute. The New York Giants with a bunch of scrub offensive line and scrub offensive players ran the ball for 130 yards on you. You can't stop the run. It was a small band-aid, but the scab is showing again. They were more disciplined then the starters on the Eagles, four penalties for 30. You had eight penalties for 66. You were not engaged to play this game, even though it was an important closeout game. What a shitty effort. What a shitty coach team that was. Jalen Hurts, 20 of 45, 229 in a pick. Awful performance. Boston Scott was playing with great energy. Nine carries, 54 yards. Gee, really? A.J. Brown, four catches, 95 yards, and Devontae, seven for 67. Where where in the world is Miles Sanders? Where's Miles Sanders in this whole thing? Where's, where's Where's your Pro Bowl running back the last month? Holy cow. That was a terrible effort. Terrible effort. What'd you think? You were going to get cheerleading here on a shit effort versus JVs and backups? Boy, Brian Dable's a great coach. 
10 times the coach that Sirianni's group is. That thing is training wheels. And I'm going to say this to you. I'm going to throw this at you here. You tell me. Here's the first topic. Biggest weakness going into the postseason. Offense, defense, special teams, or coaching. Who do you think is the biggest weakness going into the postseason for this football team? Who is the biggest weakness? Biggest 14 and three, you get killed by the Niners. You will be killed by them. 14 and three. Playing, you're the worst, you're the worst three loss team in the league. Not, not a problem to say that. Niners are better, Chiefs are better, Bills are better. Probably where I'll Bengals are better. Easily. Easily. Teams I mentioned are playing all better ball. They got momentum. Bengals have momentum. Bills have momentum. Chiefs have momentum. 49ers have won 10 straight. And the Eagles, well, they're just limping into the postseason. You guys look out of gas and uninspired. That was an uninspired effort in a critical game. And you had to play your starters again versus stiffs. The Giants were looking for guys on the practice squad to play. Your coaches are inexperienced. Inexperienced. Look, let me go here again. When healthy, the Philadelphia Eagles are right there as the best team in the league, and you can make that comment, and I'm comfortable with that. I said that at the beginning of the season, that you'll have the deepest roster in the league, and it's played itself out that way. And with career performances by many of the Eagle guys this year, it's turned out to be potentially the best roster in the league. But without some of your players and your quarterback, Kurt, and the inexperience of your coaching staff, I'll tell you something else. Your coaching staff has been exposed the last month. It's not the players. This is not on the players. Here's another statement for you. I watched a guy in Jacksonville on Saturday night coach his ass off. I watched the coaching staff in Jacksonville win a division title. I watched the coach turn a quarterback's life around and a franchise's future. Doug Peterson in the next 10 years, let's do five years because usually what a coach's life is. He'll win more division titles than what Nick Sirianni is. By the way, they're both one and one now. That's right. They're both one and one. He won one in Jacksonville. Nick got his this year. Jacksonville's playing better right now than what the Eagles are playing. Dude, that was a hell of a coaching job. And it was on display, the patience they had. And you're going, get this, Doug wasn't just coaching against some shitball coach. He was coaching against the reigning NFL coach of the year in Mike Vrabel. That is a hell of a franchise. And Doug coached his pants off. That's how you close a team out. That's how you win a division title. Bro, Doug Peterson was fired by Howie Roseman. And if the Eagles don't win the Super Bowl, this goes back to that poor decision by the owner and also by the general manager. 
Got Jags beating Chiefs in an upset. Malcolm, that could easily happen. They're playing great ball, and so is Lawrence. If the Eagles don't win the Super Bowl, it'll be because they have an inexperienced coaching staff and they fired a guy who could be the coach of the year. I said that on Friday to you. And it's playing itself out. What a job by Doug. What a job by Doug. Unbelievable. Tremendous. And you know, you know what you sit here doing? To me, I am convinced 100% the majority of those statistics on that side of the football for the Eagles, I think they're fool's gold. How many times do we watch quarterbacks, nobody quarterbacks, with high completion percentages or guys who walk off the freaking street and complete passes against that weak-ass zone coverage? What's the guy Webb's name? What's, what's the guy Webb's first name? Could someone help me? What's the guy's, what's Webb's first? I, this guy hadn't thrown a pass in seven years in the NFL. Seven years. And he was completing passes against the so-called best corners in the game. Really? Really? Davis Webb. You're kidding me. Who's Davis Webb? Do you know what Ken Dorsey told me? Ken Dorsey told me they made a pitch to this kid Webb to be the quarterback coach for the Bills. This guy's a school teacher. A school teacher made it a game against the vaunted Eagles. A school teacher. Embarrassing. That's an embarrassing effort. You're not ready to play the playoffs. And you didn't get, you got one week instead of two weeks because you had to play your guys. <laughs> Dude, this has got, this has got one and done written all over it. It's got one and done written all, all over it. All over it. Jalen sucked. It's the first game that I've said that Jalen has sucked all year and since last year. He sucked. Overthrows, underthrows, taking off, covering, shitty play calling again. They was terrible. The only guy, the only guy that looked halfway deep, other two guys. Yeah, because you know what? They're getting pass happy with those great wideouts. And they're trying to win games from the perimeter. And they're not a perimeter team. But we got 2,000-yard receiver sales. Yeah, okay, how are you playing the last month? Good or bad? Watch this. Let's match it up. You think you're playing better than the Bengals? No. You think you're playing better than the Chiefs? No. Do you think you're playing better than the Niners? Hell no. You're not playing, you're not playing better ball against any of them teams. Hey, and just to keep it fair... The Dallas Cowboys are a one-and-done team. Dak Prescott is terrible. Dak is terrible. Terrible. He kills that team's chances of winning. Honestly, he kills that team's chances of winning. Bump Jerry Jones, I move off of him and Mike McCarthy in the offseason. But then again, Mike McCarthy, what will it matter? 
What will it matter? Wow. That's how you end the regular season. And some of you are going, well, Seals, we got the win. We got home field. Won't matter. Won't matter. Won't matter playing like you are not going anywhere playing like that. You are not. You are not. I'll tell you this. Compared to that 2017 team versus the 2022 team, who's in better shape going into the postseason? Who do you think was in better shape? The 17 Eagles or the 2022 Eagles? Who's in better shape, you think? I mean, better physical shape to go into the postseason. Who do you think's in better shape? Shit, 17. You know why? Those guys had attitudes. Those guys wanted to go out and play and beat teams up. This team, I don't know. They show up. 22. It's not better than 2017. Top to bottom. It's not. You actually had a coach. You actually had a coordinator. You actually had an offensive play caller. And you actually had a football team that was hungry. And they still weathered injuries. No way could this 22 team beat the 2017 team. Never in a million years. Never in a million years could this team beat that 2017 team. No way. You're not going to outcoach Doug Peterson. You're not going to outcoach that staff. You're not. That team is good, 2022. Don't get me wrong. That's team would wipe the floor with you. They would wipe the floor. You know why? They had a tougher attitude than this team. Okay? Tougher attitude. Sills, this team's got better and more sacks. That didn't matter in 17 when they were playing against people like Tom Brady. You, 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 you pile these stats up against David Mills, Daniel Webb, Tyler Heineke, all these shitty quarterbacks. I have never seen a season where you didn't play against one top flight quarterback all year long except for Aaron Rodgers, and he got bounced this year. The rest of them have been dogs. You played nobody, and I'm talking quarterbacks. You you know why the sack total's high? Because when you're not experienced in the pocket, you run into sacks. And you played against some of the worst old lines in the league. That team and that defense is nowhere near the Niners defense. Nowhere near the Niners defense. They've got the best defensive player in the league. They've got the best linebacker in the league. They've got one of the top three DBs in the league. You got a lot of soul searching to do. Can the Eagles turn it around? What would make you think that? The coaching? Jalen? Get this. I feel good about Jalen turning it around. I don't feel good about those guys. Hurts was terrible. Terrible. Seals, he's hurt. No shit. That's the point of this. That's the point. Their poise and patience on that coaching staff ought to be desired. They're not very good play callers. 
Shane Steichen is not a good play caller. He is not a good play caller. I pray that guy gets a job somewhere, and he's a Nathaniel Hackett. That guy has Nathaniel Hackett written all over it. He is not a good play caller. He's inexperienced on how to deal with players. His youth, this is Nathaniel Hackett all over. Please go somewhere. Bring Frank in. Please get some experience on that staff before it's too late. Please. Man, that was terrible. Let me think about the positives. You won. You got home field. Thank God. Thank God you played a JV team because you didn't surely show up. Give this team kudos, Dan, or go cover another team. No, no, I'll, I'll put it to you this way, 85. You don't like what I'm saying? Go find another show. I'm not going anywhere. And if you don't like to hear the truth, 85, that's the problem with some of you blinded Eagle fans. Why do you think I give a shit? Because I care. Worry when I don't cover your freaking team. Worry when I'm not. Because then you're irrelevant and you're the Jets. Or you're the Bears. Okay? The Eagles are close, 85, to being and doing something great. Don't let something stupid like poor effort and poor coaching get in the way. Yeah, that 14 and 1 record is a mirage. It's a mirage. I don't give a shit about records. I care how you're playing going into the postseason, and you're not playing well. You haven't played well for a month. Look at the dog shit quarterbacks you've played. David Webb. Who's the guy week before? Who's the guy the week before? The Saints guy. Andy Dalton. Dak. And Fields, who couldn't hit the broadside of a barn throwing the ball. Those are the four dudes you've played. You better have a hundred sacks. Holy shit. Terrible. Now the question is this. Can they turn it around? They have it for a month. And what gets me about the press conference that the coach had We got to do a better job of play calling. And Jalen was really hurting. So you once again didn't come up with a game plan for your injured quarterback. But because you were so panicked, you played these guys 60 minutes, all of them, the entire unit. How funny is that? Not funny, really. I'm saying that sarcastically. Don't you think Jason Kelsey would have liked to have had a rest? Guys couldn't close out. The JV Giants. I had Frank Wright to this staff. Dude. Okay. I just, Frank Wright and Filippo were the best coaches. 
and Doug without those guys in 2022 teams. Doug wanted Wentz over Hurts. Don't want that, Doug. Yeah, well, how about this? I want that Doug that just won a division title in Jacksonville. And the reason that he got into an argument and knew that that Jacksonville job was going to be open, who do you think Doug Peterson wants to coach? Trevor Lawrence or Jalen Hurts for the next 10 years? Ask yourself as a coach, who would you want to have as your play caller? Jalen Hurts or Trevor Lawrence? It's a slam dunk. Give me Trevor Lawrence any day. That's a franchise quarterback. That's a quarterback that's going to win titles from the pocket. You give me Trevor Lawrence any day, any night, any time. Any day. I would never in a billion years take Trevor, take uh, Jalen Hurts over Trevor Lawrence. Never would I do that. Never. This coaching staff compared to Doug Peterson's coaching staff in Jacksonville, it's, it, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. Kudos, Doug. And, 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 and look at this guy right here going, Doug beat Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs would have beat the Eagles on Sunday. You had a guy who hadn't thrown a pass in seven years. Almost come back and beat you. That's the way you play going into the playoffs? That's some momentum you got going there, dog. That's terrible. <laughs> the worst game of the year. Watch this. That game you played against the Giants and the most important game of the year. That was the most important game of the year. You played your worst game. Even, even the Dallas and the Washington game. Even those games. Even the Saints. That game was worse. <laughs> hey, man. I, I look, I picked the Eagles and Bills in the Super Bowl. I don't know, man. I, I, I'm not going to change it, but shit. That does not look, that team is not a Super Bowl contending football team right now, the Eagles. They are not. They're going to have to, because right now they got to flip a switch. Because for the last month, it's been dog shit. So they got to flip a switch. And if they flip that switch, then 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 I'm wrong. We'll see. I I do not believe it. Like, I don't think the Bucs can flip a switch. I don't think the Cowboys can flip a switch. I think those teams all have one and done written all over them. The only reason I give the Bucs any chance is because it's a weak-ass NFC and Brady. That's it. That's it. Hurts was terrible. Terrible. That was a terrible effort. Watch this. You don't get credit for gutting through shit. You don't get credit for that. Hey, welcome to the NFL. You're hurt? Hey, well, it is week 18. You don't get credit for gutting shit out. Wow. Whoo, man. 
I'll tell you one thing the Eagles have done. They've made the NFC playoff race very interesting. Very interesting. That AFC thing, they've got the Herberts. They've got the Allens and Burroughs and Mahomeses. I mean, they got dudes all over that. All over that conference. That's going to be some great-looking football. Here's a matchup that you can't wait to see. Geno Smith versus Daniel Dimes-Jones. Wow. Okay. Hey, <laughs> you got to put that on primetime, dog. Would you agree that Sirianni is a puff at the ownership? I feel he, he only got the job because he's Laurie and Howie's guy. Totally. That's how Mike McCarthy got the job. Basically, what you do is the Eagles run the organization the same way the Cowboys do. You didn't win the Super Bowl in 17 because of management. You won the Super Bowl in 17 because of coaching and player. Players going out there and playing their ass off. You see how he took that dimension out of the building. Coaches coaching their ass off. That's going to be your demise. He took the one dynamic that you had in 17 that was able to overcome injuries. You know what that is? Coaching. You don't have it. You have no coaching on that team. No, Stoutland, excuse me. The rest of those coaches, dude, seriously, it's not a very good coaching staff. I don't give a shit what they do. And you're right. Jalen has carried that football team and the shitty schedule across the finish line. Kudos to Jalen. Jalen might actually be, the, he may not, he's not going to be the most valuable player, but he may be the most valuable person to a team because he covers shitty coaching. You're never going to say that in Kansas City with Mahomes and Andy Reid. You're just not. You're not going to say that with Sean McDermott and Josh Allen, shitty coaching and shitty play. You're just not. Only in Philly and in Dallas do you say that. Shitty coaching, shitty management. Doug Peterson won that Super Bowl. I And you know what? The, the results are... They're not in question. Doug's first opportunity. Doug's first opportunity to take over. He not only, follow me here. Doug Peterson not only took over a train wreck of a situation in Jacksonville. He took over the absolute shitty Jaguars, who this was their fourth division title in franchise history. Fourth. In his first year, a thing that people thought may take him three years. He turns that fucking thing around and that quarterback around. Dude, if you're in Philadelphia, you've got to be asked. Nobody will ever ask the question because the weak-ass media in Philly would never sit there and ask Howie Roseman this question. What's your take and what's your thoughts on Doug winning the division title in his first year and turning Trevor Lawrence around? You know what you should do? If the Eagles get bounced, that's my second question to him. You think if you didn't fire Doug, this team would have went further? <sighs> Come on, man. Dude, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is so important to the Eagles. <sighs> wow. Dude, do you notice one thing in that football game, too, against the Giants when he couldn't run? They didn't want him to run? What did you notice? More three and outs. More overthrown passes. 
If Jalen can't run on a consistent basis, that RPO offense looks terrible. Like it or not, the Eagles credit, they have three head coaches in the playoffs. Yeah, and they fired two of them. Fired Andy Reid, and you fired Doug Peterson. One guy got you to five conference title games, and the other guy won you the Super Bowl, and you fired both of them. And you thought you made a right decision on Chip Kelly. Sounds like things are going well. And now you got the tree planter telling us how great it is, how everything is. You know what? I look at Doug Peterson, and I go, that's a coach. I look at Matt LaFleur with the Packers, and I look at Nick Sirianni and go, thank God you got quarterbacks, dude. Thank God you got quarterbacks. Let me tell you something else about the players. I give the players so much credit for playing. Listen, they didn't give great effort in the first half. They came out in the second half, and they were going to make sure that that game was not going to be something that they were going to lose. Okay? All right? They were going to make sure of it. I want you guys to know something. Hey, 85, I love your players. I love your players. I love your players. Gannon will be Texans coach, and we promote Fangio. 85, I hear Fangio's going with Sean Sean Payton, wherever he goes. He's already committed to him. If he gets the Charger job, if Staley gets bounced, if Staley gets bounced in the opening round, I think they could fire him. And Sean Payton could get that job. I'd want that job if I was Sean Payton. Bo's on the other side. Then you got Justin Herbert, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler. You got a bunch of good-looking dudes on that team, man. I'd want that job. That job, to me, is probably the most coveted job that's out there that could potentially have a turnover in a coach. Who would want Indy? Who would want Carolina? Who would want Arizona? Look at the poor management. So, wait a minute. In Arizona, they just fired Cliff Kingsbury today. And in the offseason, they gave the quarterback $46.1 million. They extended the GM, Kime, who stepped down today. And they gave the coach a three-year contract. And now he's fired and all of them are out. How is that a job? Or how about the Texans? Four coaches in four years. I don't know, man. Where are you going? Where are you going in Houston? The McNair family's a joke. Where are you going? Indianapolis is a joke. Where are you going with those jobs? You're not going anywhere. You know why? Shitty ownership. Hey, here's a guy here that should be considered for coach of the year. You ready for this? Ron Rivera should be coach of the year. Look at who he's working for. And they finished 8-8-1 in Washington. 8-8-1, and he used three quarterbacks. That's coaching. Ron's a great coach. He's just an ass. He's just in an ass environment. Dude. Unbelievable, man. Ron, 8-8-1. Eight, eight and one, And he beat the Eagles. <laughs> Unbelievable. Defense played like shit. I agree. That's on Gannon. Jalen hasn't thrown a pass in over two weeks. But that wasn't his worst game. Oh, I thought it was. I thought he looked terrible. I thought he looked terrible. Hey, hey, so look at Philiopolis. This guy has nothing 
on the Washington Commanders. And he goes eight, eight, and one. Eight, and beat, and he beat the Eagles. I don't know. Will you split with Washington? You split with them. <laughs> really? Jalen Hurts didn't throw for 4K. I was wrong with the 1,000-yard receiver, and I said, your coaches are shit. Pretty, pretty good number to me. Pretty good number to me. Yeah, yeah, okay. You're playing great ball. Oh, man, I can't. I, I wish I could change my pick. I can't. I can't because you're going to get bounced. I, I know it. I, I know it because you're not prepared to play. This team's going to get bounced. It's written all over it. Hey, by the way, real quick. I, I, hey, I want to show you something. You know what this is called? Congratulations, guys. This is the 4K. This is the 4K club. And I want to show you something that they all have in common with one another. You ready for this? Patrick Mahomes, 5,250 yards, 41 touchdowns. Number one seed in a bye. Justin Herbert, 700 attempts. Playoffs, 4,739 and 25 touchdowns. Playoffs. Tom Brady, 4,694, 25 touchdowns. Playoffs. Kirk Cousins, 45, 47, 29 touchdowns. Playoffs. Joe Burrow, 4,475, 35 touchdowns. Playoffs. Jared Goff, winning season. Knocked the Packers out. 4,438, 29 touchdowns. Josh Allen, 4,283 yards, 35 touchdowns. Playoffs. Geno Smith, 4,282 and 30 touchdowns. Playoffs. Trevor Lawrence, 4,113 yards and 25 touchdowns. Playoffs. Every one of these guys here either are in the playoffs or had a winning record. Congratulations to the 4,000 passing group. These are franchise guys. These are guys that are going to win games because they throw balls from the pocket. There you go. There's the 4,000 group. There's the 4,000 passing club. Hey, funny, I don't see Jalen's name there. What happened? No Jalen Hurts. (laughs) No Jalen Hurts. That club's not for you, man. It'll never be for you. That club is not for you. That's for real signal callers and people who throw the ball around the yard. <laughs> uh, Jared Goff? Um, Jared Goff had twice the year Jalen did throwing the ball. 4,430. By the way, Jared Goff threw for more yards than any quarterback in Eagle history. And he had 30 touchdown passes to seven picks. You've never had a quarterback in your franchise history throw for more yards than that. Jared Goff. And who would have thought this? The Lions have two first-round picks this year, and they're not going to go get a quarterback. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy that the Lions are going to win the Matthew Stafford trade. 
Whoa! And where's Jared playing next week? Who's Jared? Oh, no, I said winning record. That guy led the Lions to a winning record. A winning record in Detroit. Way to go, Jared Goff. And one thing is for sure, well, he was the better pick over Wentz. How he messed that up, too. It's all good. You know, he barely gets the quarterback right. We'll see what happens in the postseason. Funny, I see Dak. I see Dak starting to rear its head a little bit around here. Dak! <laughs> Woo-wee! Dude, this is going to be so much fun this postseason. Howie's the best GM in the NFL. Really? He is, right? So here, look, look at what Philiopolis does. He enjoys a guy burning your house down, and he wants to come back and build your house after he burns it down for you. Then he wants you to thank him for building the house again, even though he lit the thing on fire. That's what he wants you to do. <laughs> oh, man. Dan, I think the Eagles... Brad, dude, you got more issues than that. Worry about what's going on right now, man. Worry about what's going on right now. Trust me when I tell you. Worry. Hey, here's the playoff race. You you need to worry what's going on right now. Okay? Here's the NFC playoff race, and I want you to listen. Go here with me. Eagles, Jalen Hurts, 49ers, Brock Purdy, Vikings, Kirk Cousins, Bucks, Brady, okay, Cowboys, Dak, (laughs) Giants, Dimes Jones, and I will say this about Geno Smith, he had a better passing season than Jalen Hurts did. Good for Gino. Gino outplayed Jalen Hurts this year as a passer. Completely did. It's not close, actually. It's not close. Gino Smith threw for 30 touchdowns. <laughs> 30 touchdowns. Do you want to hear something, Xander? The year that Gino Smith had is the year you wanted Hurts to have. That's the year you wanted Hurts to have. What did Geno throw for? 42-82. 30 TDs. <laughs> Jalen Hurts. Well, seals he missed games. No shit. Dual threat. Those guys don't play all. Hey, let me see something here. Outside of Josh Allen, how many dual threat guys are on this list? Zero. Zero. No dual threat guy on that. <laughs> dual threat. He can go nowhere with somebody like that. Gino's a better passer than Jalen. That's a fact. Played out this year. Or how about this? Let's take that back. He had a better year than Jalen did throwing the ball. Numbers tell it. Numbers tell it. It's completion percentage, attempts, completions, yardage, touchdowns, everything. Everything, passing-wise. 
dual threat. This guy's delusional is just straight up a hater. About what? You playing poorly going into the playoffs? Aren't you aggravated? Thank God the only other guy that is in the same position as me is Angelo. Because Angelo was pissed off this morning. I text him. I'm with him. I was like, that team is not ready to play. And he agreed. So wait a minute. Angelo Cataldi on WIP saying the same shit I am. We're the only two guys doing that. So we both must be haters. Are we both haters? Or is it just just subject to me? Huh? Even Angelo was like, that was a shitty effort. And they're not playing very well going into the playoffs. I'm paraphrasing. But Angelo thought that was a horrible display of football. Oh, no. Oh. Uh, You're not Angelo. You're an outsider. Outsider? Don't ever say that somebody who's ever put their hand in the mud is an outsider in anything. Remember, you sit in the stands, dude. Remember that. When it comes to talking to big sales like that, all you have to know is this. You sit in the stands and you wave pom-poms and you drink your beers and eat your hot dogs. I actually put my hand in the dirt. You haven't. You're an outsider to my game. I'm letting you in my game. Okay? I'm letting you in my game. That's what I do. You're an outsider. You're an outsider. Ever talk to a dude that played at every level like that? You sit in the stands and you go to the bathroom and you go buy your cotton candy. I put my hand in the dirt. There's a difference. An outsider hack on the radio? I get it. Don't talk to me like that. Don't ever talk to me like that. You have no idea how many hours it takes to play one play in that league. No idea. Outsider? Bro. Nobody who's ever put their hand in the dirt. Did you not see that on display this last week? When DeMar got injured... And everybody was rallying around one another. Outsider. You're an outsider. Angelo. Angelo had to be in a market 50 years to talk about the Eagles. Because he's an outsider. But because he spent so much time covering them, it becomes part of the fabric. Very true. By the way, I'm a gigantic fan of Angelo. Angelo doesn't ever confront the coaches, though. You know why he doesn't? Because he wants to have a pure thought and a pure take, not having to kiss someone's ass for a press pass. That's why. Move on. You think this 2022 team let me ask it one more time. Thank you, Hollywood. You think this 2022 team 
He's better positioned for playoffs and a playoff run than what the 17 team was. Do you? Do you think that? I don't. I don't. Two thousand seventeen team was not hot going into the playoffs. Seriously, well, how many wins did they have coming down the st- coming down the stretch? Not confident at all, says Trevor. Trevor, thanks for coming aboard, brother. Close game to the Raiders and Atlanta. Did they win, Sean? You lost games. Cowboys and Saints. In the last month, you're two and two. You feel you're in a good position right now heading into the postseason playing two and two ball. You think playing 500 ball. You're in a good with a with a hurt quarterback. You're in you're in good you're in good shape. NFC's a cakewalk. Only San Francisco says Joseph. Joseph, not playing the way you did against the Giants. Not playing the way you did against the dude. If Tyrod Taylor plays, it's an even more interesting game. Lost two without MVP Hurts. So what? That's part of dual threat. You don't have that excuse. Not one of these quarterbacks that are going to the postseason outside of Josh Allen, who threw for 4,000 yards still and 35 touchdowns, is dual threat. Missing games? That's... Part of it. Well, our our MVP quarterback, he, our MVP quarterback, he missed it. Well, that's on your quarterback, and that's on the way he plays the game. Who you got in the Super Bowl, Rashad? I got the Eagles still, and the Bills. I'm wavering on one of them, though. Wavering on one of them. Jalen can outscore anyone in the postseason. (laughs) Uh, uh Right. (laughs) Joey B! Dude, that guy's a stud! Joey B. Dude, you see the crowd in Buffalo, too? That was electric. Hey, by the way, the Bills are winning the Super Bowl, and it won't be close. Dude, there's just a higher calling that's going on with that team. They're not going to be denied. This season's over. Bills are winning the Super Bowl. DeMar, Hamlin, FaceTiming, then he's sending out tweets, then he's saying, oh, uh, OMFNG, when a guy takes it back. I mean, the whole thing 
is storybook. Player died tonight. An NFL player died on the field. Tonight, a week ago, a National Football League player died on the field. Was resuscitated. Gave even more life to that Bills team. And what a story. So awesome. What a story, man. An NFL player died on the field. Players in tears. And then players in tears on Sunday in Buffalo. Bro, it was a great sign and a great scene. That's everything you want, man. That's drama. That's why the NFL has massive numbers right there. Because that's great stuff, man. And the Eagles are farting away with backup JV Giants. Playing 60 minutes of ball versus some dude named Webb. (laughs) Some dude named Hillary Webb or whatever his name is. Webb. The only Webb I have ever known that plays in the NFL is Richmond Webb. He was an offensive tackle for Marino. (laughs) Some guy named Webb who had thrown a pass in a decade. Almost beat you for home field advantage. I mean, seriously, dude. There's Jalen in the fourth quarter. I'm going like this. Yeah, I bet that was planned. So we don't want to show everything. Yeah, I bet you didn't want to show your quarterback in the fourth quarter playing still. Wouldn't you rather have had that wrapped up? Of course not. <laughs> hmm. Joey Webb. Is his name Joey Webb? It doesn't matter. Hillary Webb. They were playing. Hey, the Chiefs played 60 minutes of ball too. Yeah, because their dynamic is a little different. They've got four. They had like three teams chasing them down. And if they lose, but they weren't playing. Get this. The Chiefs weren't playing the backups to the backups. You were playing stiffs. They were taking guys off the practice team. And there were the Eagles with their frontline guys in a ball game. Yeah, the Chiefs had to play a game. They had to play because they were playing against starters. You're playing against tomato cans. <laughs> I, 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 one thing is evident. This is going to be either the greatest year in Eagle history or the biggest shit burger in the history of Philadelphia Eagle football. There's no gray area here. This is either going to be one or the other. This is all you want. This is the biggest shit burger, or this is going to be a moment right next to 17. Holy cow. I, I, hey. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, Jalen isn't 100%. They played half strength. So you thought that was smart then, Maniac, to have your quarterback who's not 100% in the fourth quarter against scrubs. What? You couldn't close out the fourth team of the Giants? Dude, Temple would have put up a better game. A temple. Hey, Rock, you know what the Eagles played like 
against the giant scrubs, tomato cans. You think everybody, silly oh, we plays tomato cans. Well, ain't they? <laughs> well, ain't they? You got the heart. Eagle guys, you have the heart. But you just fight like a damn gorilla. <laughs> Who'd you fight? Well, hey, you know who the quarterback of the Giants was? Xander. You guys know who the quarterback of the Giants was on Sunday? Spider Rico. <laughs> Spider Rico was the starting quarterback for the Giants. Spider Rico. <laughs> Would you fight? I fought Spider Rico. Oh, Jesus. Rodney. The, the Eagles fought Spider Rico Sunday and almost got beat. Had you on the ropes. Had you on the ropes. Gary Cobb, 425, Xander. Please send it off to him. He just got back with me. He's been doing a lot of work, Giants, and Eagle stuff he had to do for Fox 29. So, Gary Cobb at 425. Hey, Spider Rico. Good game against the Eagles, man. I'm very proud of you. You put up a hell of a fight. Mickey wants to see you upstairs. He puts you on skid row. <laughs> Ah, the Eagles are on skid row. Hey, 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 Mick, I lost my locker. When you fight like that, you lose your locker. <laughs> you put my stuff on skid row. You put my stuff on skid row. Mick needed the locker. <laughs> we can go deep with a healthy defense. Dude. You can't go deep with shitty coaching. Okay? You can't go anywhere with bad coaching. Rams won the trade. They got a Super Bowl. Fair enough, Ron. And now they're doomed for the next, what, 2024. No first-rounders for sorry-ass football. Hey, that's kind of like you guys. You guys got your Super Bowl, and then you played shit ball for a couple of years. Now you're back, and he'll rip the team apart in the offseason because 14 free agents. He'll tear it down again, and you guys will suck next year because you're scheduled. <laughs> and you, hey, do you know who the Eagles are going to be next year? The Arizona Cardinals. Remember I said that? <laughs> Remember I said that? The Arizona Cardinals. That schedule looks good, man. Hold on here. What's the who who's the non-conference games? Who's the non-conference games? Hold on here. I got it here. Who's the non-conference? I had it written down here. I think you play the Bucks, right? You play the Chiefs. <laughs> you play the Bills. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, get out of here. You're not playing all them teams. I don't believe it. I, I don't believe it. Yep. Holy cow. Oh, yeah, this will be a whole different ballpark next year. 
whole different ballpark. Oh, this thing's got this thing's got big sill success all over it. Hater, I don't hate anything. Ten and seven next year. Probably. Probably. Nine and eight next year? Maybe. Well, depends who the quarterback in Tampa is. It's not going to be Brady. Man, Eagles by the numbers. The draft order. By the way, Eagles are in good shape here for this. Gary Cobb also in our number two here. Holy cow. And week 18 of the NFL. We have a ton of stuff here. Okay. Seals, please take one of the Oxy Howies prescribed. Dude, the Oxy Howies, man. You know, those get passed out at the link, you know, so all Lake Eagle fans can take them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because the great job that he's done. Dude, the last month, the Eagles are two and two. Yeah, you know, great. I don't know. Is that momentum or not? Is that 15 and two next year? Never happened. Ever. <laughs> yeah. Holy cow, man. This thing's got one and done all over it, man. I hate to say that to you guys. This thing's got one and done. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, 14 and three. Who's the better player? Who had a better year? Patrick Mahomes or Jalen? Well, Jalen missed some games. Dual threat. How's that on Mahomes? How is that on Mahomes? Dual threat. <laughs> oh, man. This is going to be... This is too much here, man. Unbelievable. Seals, the only way I see the Eagles getting better next season is... The Chiefs... The Chiefs are superior to Philly's offense. Mahomes is a special talent. Seals, you got to dye your hair green if we win the Super Bowl. Carlos. We'll do something. Maybe a maybe a golden thong. <laughs> Why are you so upset? Because you played like shit. Is that is that easy enough of an answer for you? Is that okay? Because you played like shit again. Is all right? Right? <laughs> I know. I'm going to get a shirt one and done. That was Big Sills in college. One and done, baby. Big Sills goes for the money. <laughs> I'm one. And, I'm a one and doneer, baby. Big Sills had another year eligibility. No, I'm out. I'm out, man. I'm all about making the rock. How you done? Gary Cobb, 425. We'll talk to our friend from Fox 29, get his take on how the momentum is on the side of the Eagles. Plus, we will look at the Eagles by the numbers for 2022 season. We'll do that next. Please hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. 
at Messon Associates. We're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder, and it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at messalaw.com. Messon Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to Ocean. I'm Jim Muehlbronner, Managing Partner at DelVal Insurance Group. Give us a call. We're a local, knowledgeable agency, not an 800 number. Go Birds! Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio. Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your social security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their social security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. With Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. SOS, has anyone seen Jordan Davis? SOS, talk about a milk carton guy. Where's he been? I mean, where's Jordan Davis been? Is he still playing? Is he active? 
Does he play? Sorry, I missed him. Talk about a guy who gets hurt. I haven't seen him since. Have you seen Jordan Davis? Hey, you know what my favorite play call was by the Eagle offensive coaching staff? Can I tell you what my favorite my favorite play was? The quarterback sneak with your quarterback. That was my favorite. That was my favorite play call. Was when the quarterback did a quarterback sneak on fourth down. That was my absolute favorite play that they ran with a quarterback who the head coach said was injured. I mean, you can't get better thinking and you can't get better play calling than that. (laughs) The quarterback has been hurt for what? Two weeks. The coach comes out and says he gutted it up. But what do you guys do? You run them out of quarterback sneak and you got a pro bowl quarter. Pro Bowl running back behind you. Put that into your little grinder and try to rationalize that thing out. How do you, I mean, (laughs) you got a Pro Bowl running back. A hurt quarterback, but let's run the quarterback on a sneak. Okay, though, these guys, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Till's getting the low. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> hey, nice job, guy. Dude, great play calling. Wonderful. The sneak worked. Sure did. Jalen wanted to sneak. Jalen wanted to play in Chicago. Does anybody on that sideline have any decision-making powers whatsoever? Jalen, we need to sit down and run the ball against Chicago. We're going to take this home. We got it. We got it. But no, you you do a quarterback sneak. Gee, <laughs> hey, oh my God. Never happened. You're not winning a Super Bowl with that coaching staff. Ever. Ever, I said it. You will never win a coach. You will never win a Super Bowl with that coaching staff. The current one you have intact now. Never. Doug Peterson was the reason you won that Super Bowl with Frank and Schwartz, not Howie. Howie's got the wrong dude on the horse. It's evident. Howie has the wrong coach for this team. Some would go like this. Sills, look at his record this year. Go look at Matt LaFleur's record. You think that guy's a good coach? Or you think it had a lot to do with Aaron Rodgers? Just like this has a lot to do with Jalen. You do not have the right jockey. Don't. I don't care... Dude, Ray Rhodes won Coach of the Year award, I think, a couple times, and they blew him out in Philly. Matt Nagy was the Coach of the Year three years ago. Chicago fired his ass. It's not how you start. It's consistency. We'll see. Say it one more time. You will never win a Super Bowl with the current coaching staff that's in place right now at the Novacare Center.
Never will you win. And some will go, yes, we will. You couldn't win with Andy. You won with Doug. And look what Doug's doing in Jacksonville. Oh, you think this staff is more talented than Andy Reid's staff? <laughs> Wait, that was in Philly? Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. Or do you think there's more meddling from the front office to this general manager that you love? He's good at the business end of it. He's bad at the football end of it. Get out of You know why he's bad? Get out of the way. Let the coaches do their job. And part of that is protecting their player. That's part of it. That's part of it. Sirianni and that coaching staff, <laughs> Jonathan Gannon against all the shittiest quarterbacks on the planet this year. Great stats. How come every time when a big-time guy or a quarterback who knows what he's doing – throws for immense and amazing completion percentages and huge numbers. Why? And if you have the best corners in the game, and if you have the best slot corners, why do you surrender man coverage? Did you ever ask yourself that? Did you ever ask, we have, Sills, we have the best corners. Well, then how come every quarterback who knows what to do on a football field, how come those guys throw for some of the biggest numbers in their careers and they have career days? Seriously, it was like career achievement day for Dak. He had, dude, Dak is having such a bad year. Not against you. Guy was 77% and had a pick six in the game. That would be the coverage. What? Zone? You play zone against Brady? <laughs> In Mike Evans? Oh, man. Uh, hey. Hey. So you're going to play. So wait a minute. Jonathan Gannon, as bad as the Bucks are playing this year. Okay? Some dude named Samantha Webb almost beat you. And your first team dudes. Spider Rico almost beat you. And Brady's going to come in with zone coverage with Mike Evans. Sounds great. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Some would go like this. Sills, are you down on the Eagles? I'm down on them because they're hurt and they got poor coaching going on now and they've played bad football for a month. And you're not playing your best football. You're playing your worst. Would we not agree? Hey, would we not agree that the Eagles the last month have played their, their worst football? And you're going to go, well, the quarterback, dual threat. Poor coaching. Injuries. Yes. Yes, and yes. <laughs> I'm not making this up. Not making it up. 
Dude, that team that, hey, the Eagles in September, October, November, dude, that was on, and that thing was humming. That thing was humming. Now it's sputtering. Niners will wax the floor with you. With a, with, with a dude that now Joe Montana is comparing to, um, no, Steve Young's comparing Brock Purdy to Joe Montana now. Brock Purdy could be the next Brady. That's what Steve Young is thinking. Montana loves him too. Kyle Shanahan, they've got two and a half quarters in San Francisco. You've got Maverick backing up Jalen Hurts. You got Maverick and Goose, Ian Book. <laughs> you got Maverick and that's a great one. Hakeem goes, What's your solution? The buy. Hakeem, the best thing that came out of yesterday's game with Philly versus the Giants was that you did get the buy. Other than that, the game sucked, the play calling sucked, the effort sucked, everything. And because of the work you did early in the year, you were able to coast home, and you did coast home. You had three games to close it out. It took you to the 59th minute of the final game of the year to close it up. Shit, the Jags clinched their division before you did. Do you understand that the Eagles were the last team to win their division on Sunday? <laughs> yeah, well, 14 and three? All right. Funny how that worked out. Funny how that worked out. <laughs> you, you guys played Spider Rico on Sunday. 59 minutes of ball. Woof. That was a hell of a game, man. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Abe Keenan, those records don't mean anything in the postseason, dude. You're all zero and zero now. Means nothing. Like I said, the only thing you won on Sunday is the bye. You're, you're 0 and 0 now. That record doesn't mean shit in the postseason. Everybody's with no wins and no losses. It's a brand new season. And it's a one-and-done season. One-and-done season. Remember I said that. One-and-done. <laughs> One-and-done. <laughs> oh, no, hey, what's-his-name says the Jags division sucks. Oh, no, the Cowboys look like they're going places too, right? <laughs> okay, they couldn't beat a dude named Thurston Howell III. I mean, when they, when I saw how I went, is that the kid how from the UNC? Is that that kid how from UNC from a year ago? I had to look it up, but I'm like, yeah, it's a kid how. Holy shit! A 13 quarterback beat the beat the Cowboys. Shit, man, a 13 quarterback almost beat the Eagles. Eagles had their ones in too. <laughs> oh man, Spider Rico almost beat the Eagles Sunday. Unbelievable. Unreal. Niners gave up 34 to the Raiders. Whatever. And you got beat by Andy Dalton. <laughs> hey, here, look at the look at the greatness. Can I tell you what I would do in Chicago? 
I know Xander, dude, Justin Fields. Can I tell you what I would do? I'd package that guy up. I'd trade Justin Fields. And I would draft Bryce Young. And I would get a first and second round draft choice for Justin Fields. People love him so much. I'd trust I don't think he's going to figure out the side of it. And I don't want to wait that long. So I'd bring Bryce Young. I would do. Appreciate you guys that we're having a little issue here with the internet here. Hopefully it comes around again here. Okay. I would sit there. I would play it. That's how I would play it. I don't think that kid ever gets it. I don't. Hopefully we're able to, uh, have the internet come back around again. I apologize here um, for the internet here. Don't forget, Gary Cobb's going to join us here in a second. Um, so, hey. Okay. All I'm saying to you is the quarterback position is the most important position to get right in your franchise. You better get it right. You better get it right. Chicago, dual threat. I'll take Bryce Young over him any day. Any day. Bryce Young versus Justin Fields. I'll take Bryce Young because he's going to win more games from the pocket for me. He runs when he ha- he runs when he has to. He's not part of the run offense. Dual threat goes nowhere. Would you trade dual threat? Nah, man, because you guys love Jalen. Xander and all you guys, man. Was he part of the 4,000 passing club this year? Let me see. Oh, Big Sales was right about that. I don't see Jalen Hurts' name on the. Look at the 4,000 passing club. Look at those nine guys. Here's the 4,000 passer club. Jalen's not on it, unfortunately. Holmes, Herbert, Brady, Cousins, Burrow, Golf, Allen, Gino, Lawrence. All these guys are playoff guys or a winning record. Isn't that something? All of them. All of them. Their teams accomplished something, and they threw for four grand. Man, wow. He's, yep, 4,000, 4,000K. Missed three games? So what, dude? Part of dual threat. There's no dual threat guy on here but the talented Josh Allen. And Allen is superior to Hurts. Superior. What do you th- 35 touchdowns and 42-83. That guy's a weapon. He's a weapon. And they hosed him and jobbed him out of the home field advantage. Or he would have had that. He had just as many losses as you did this year, the Bills. Think about that for a minute. I know how you guys like to talk about his turnovers. Josh Allen had 14 turnovers and 35 touchdowns. And he still had one of the top records in the NFL. And if it would have played out right, probably would have had a home field advantage. <laughs> if, the guy had, if that guy has seven 
less picks, they're probably undefeated. I mean, they're probably undefeated. (laughs) Allen's a weapon. Jalen, he'll get there. Still stats over wins? No. They had both. Patrick Mahomes was 14 and three. And he threw 5,200 yards. <laughs> Try that out. And they don't have a running game. And they don't have a top wide out. Could you imagine Patrick Mahomes on the Eagles with those 2,000 yard receivers? Patrick Mahomes would have threw for 7,000 yards. How many yards? How many yards do you think Patrick Mahomes would throw for on the Eagles if he was on the Eagles? He threw for 52-50 and 41 touchdowns with Juju Schuster. And by the way, some would go, well, he's got Travis Kelsey. Well, Jalen's got Dallas Goddard. Look at Duck. He'll throw for 6,500 yards. <laughs> And Andy Reid play calling, not the guy you have now. Not the high school guy you have now. Dude, 10K. <laughs> Dude, even Justin Herbert would have thrown for 5,000, 6,000 yards. You had a quarterback with 3,400 yards, and these two guys still got 1,000 yards. And it was suspect whether he was going to get the four grand anyway. Oh, man. Yeah, I was I was watching the junior varsity team play against the Eagles on Sunday. I was I was a little perplexed there. I want I couldn't to get to Gary Cobb. Boy, they made it a fourth quarter football game, played 59 minutes of ball, and I'll tell you this, I was not happy with the way that that football team ended the season. Two and two on the year. And let's go to our friend Gary Cobb. Gary, I'll tell you what, man, the junior varsity giants. Yeah. <laughs> That was, yeah, that was that was really frustrating, you know, to see them uh, play like that. But you know how uh, football is. If you're not really getting ready emotionally during the week, and you're being sincere about putting everything into it, it's hard. To, you can't turn it on, you know, the last minute before the game and just go out there and you're, you're playing good football if you weren't doing that all week. And so, this is really a lesson for them. And uh, you know, Jalen. He's not all the way there. You know, you can see that they were going to try to protect him. And see, it's, it's really kind of hard to play and protect them and do all that at the same time because they're they're not the same t- uh, team unless he is that run threat, you know, where there's a run threat. he's a, You know how it gets man-to-man a lot of times. Uh, he just kills man-to-man because he'll scramble. And most of the defensive linemen, they're not fast enough to catch him. And so – He's able to really hurt teams that way. And, and then also with, uh, you know, him just having the threat where he can pull that ball out of there anytime when he puts it in there and take around, uh, take off around the corner. If you don't have contain, if somebody's cheating and trying to help, uh, even like on bootlegs, there are times where he's supposed to be handing the ball off. He could pull it out of there and, and run a bootleg. And uh, it really hurts teams. So, he has to get all the way back. They need him all the way back. Uh, it's good they have the week off, uh, but that was not good football yesterday. I mean, it was just – it was sloppy. It uh, was just not 
that wasn't like, you know, the championship level of play that you want to see, uh, that was not there yesterday. I'll tell you something too, Gary. I, I, I thought we all thought they would win, but my, my comment on Friday was, let's see how they manage the roster and Hurts. Yeah. Uh-huh. And there they were in the fourth quarter, Gary, with Hurts yeah. playing all the way through 59 minutes of football. They couldn't close yeah. them up. And yeah. I'm thinking to myself, you couldn't – the Giants had surrendered the game. Yeah. And they showed up and made a game of it. I mean, are you troubled going into this now with the bye now that – you know, do you feel comfortable that this team is playing the best football, or do you think you're concerned now because of the injuries and maybe some of the coaching? Well, you know, uh, I haven't really been happy with with everything they've done coaching wise, and and I, I got to give them some slack from standpoint. I do like some of the things they've done with Jalen. I mean, they have really expanded, you know, their attack. They've utilized his skills and everything. But I said all along too, though. That, you know, if you have him run a lot and you, you don't tell him to get on the ground and do it, he's probably going to get hurt at some point because this is the NFL. Come on. You got a 330-pound guy lands on you. You know, there's a good chance something is going to give. And so that's what it, it happened. It caught up to them. But I thought that they were getting away from, look, telling that offensive line, look, we're not going to rely on this with Jalen, though. You guys got to move guys we're going to come back good old-fashioned where he's, he's handing the ball off. You guys got to move, guys. We brought you in here. We think we got the best offensive line in the league. We, you got to move guys out of the way. You don't, we, don't want to, we don't need to trick anybody. We could tell them, hey, we're running here, and we're going to run here anyway. So I, I don't want to see them get away from that. And I think in certain ways where you get reliant on, on Jalen, the way you start getting away from old-fashioned, hard-nosed, bust you in the mouth and run the ball on you. And and they can't ever get away from that because now we see who's up the road. Okay. You, you know, it's probably going to be Dallas and it's probably going to be San Francisco. Okay. Now San Francisco, they don't make any bones about what they're about. <laughs> they're going <laughs> to run gonna, you over. Hey, they're going to punch you in your mouth and then they're going to try to run you over. And, 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 and they're going to do that. And they've got all these different guys. A lot of them, are, are, they run, man. They're going to run the ball. So they're going to do different ways, but you look up, it's going to be the same attack. And then they're going to do play action off of that to where you think and run, and then they're going to throw the ball. So the, the Eagles, ultimately, it's going to come down smash mouth football. So you can't get too far away from that. That's why I like some of the things the Eagles have done, but I don't want them to get away from smash mouth football to where you just – running the ball with, with uh, you know, different run plays where you don't have Jalen there to really give you an advantage because of his run threat. But uh, we'll see two weeks. No, no, Gary. How, how about this one, Gary? Yeah. Did you have a problem with the scrub third team running back and the scrub third team offensive line and mm. the scrub quarterback yeah. running the ball for 135 yards against the first team Eagle guys. Yeah. And I ask you, now that we've seen this for a month and a half now with Joseph and Sue, do yeah. you think that this team is still um has issues when it comes to stopping the run? And that could be an issue, especially against a team like San Francisco. Well I, I think it is an issue. You know, it's still uh because a lot of the whole thing with the run. Now 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You see the guys on, on the defensive line. Now, with Sue um, and uh, 72, I forget his name, but anyway. Joseph. Yeah, Joseph. Uh, they know they've been brought in here to help stop the run. Okay, so when they get in there, they're, try, they're, they're, they're handling their business from that standpoint. But a lot of the guys, you know, it's been sack, 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 sack. So the guys are, are doing the sack, like on that, uh, that touchdown that the quarterback ran. The, the tackles were lined out outside over the, the, the other team's offensive tackles. There was a gaping hole in the middle because they want to get upfield to try to get another sack rather than playing sound football. Come on, man. You, you can't do that, you know. And they have got to get solid because they got to realize that some of these teams, like San Francisco, they don't have to worry about getting, uh, getting a, a pass rush. They better stop the run or there will be no pass rush. So they, they've got to just get more fundamentally sound where, look, we got to stop the run. We want to win. And, and really, everything starts over now. It's a whole new season because everything is won and done now. You know, nobody cares what your record was. If you can't win, you're going home. So uh, they have got to get uh, fundamentally sound. They got to tighten up their defense, uh, of course, with the, um, with the job they do against the pass. They can't just sit in those soft zones. You know, you got to get off the field, and, and it's going to be a fight, but uh, you Gary, know the way things are. Vague, a couple less questions for you. Vegas no and Atlantic City have the Niners as the favorites now to win the NFC. Wow. Okay, so just to put that there. I mean, you know, I'm not shocked. Here. You know I'm not shocked. I'm not, I'm not shocked either. Let me ha- let yeah. me put this. Who do you think was in better shape heading into the postseason? The 2017 team? Or the 2022 team? Mm. What team do you think was better situated going into the postseason? You think this team has a better opportunity than what those guys did in 17? Or were they more more experienced? Give, give me your give me your take on it. Well, that. you know, uh, you know, I, I guess the guys in in, in uh, 17 uh, they went in, and uh, I don't think pe- the people really believed in them. You know. Um, they had a lot of veteran players, though. You know, a lot of guys that have been through a lot of stuff. Um, Chris Long and them dudes. Chris Long and those guys, I mean, you know, who have uh, been around the league a long time. They had a lot of experience going in. So they were a very smart team. Um, but I don't think people were in awe of them because they they hadn't they didn't finish strong either because, you know, ultimately you had that injury. Um, and then you got uh, uh, Foles is taking over. He didn't play well initially, 
And so they really kind of surprised people because I don't think, you know, everybody, no, not everybody was a believer. So as for comparing the two, I, I guess there's a lot of similarities because I don't think everybody believes now. After that performance yesterday, nobody's looking at the at the Eagles. A lot of really the last month, Kerry. When you think yeah, really, it's, it's really been the last, last month, not just four quarters of football. You're right. You're but right. It's been, it's been more of a month, and I want to I want to add on to that. Mm-hmm. You know, I watched coaching on Saturday night with Doug Peterson, and uh-huh. I got to tell you, man, he wins a division title, turns Trevor Lawrence around. Yeah, they clinch a division in his first season. Mm-hmm. To me, I'm going to make a statement, and you tell me if I'm nuts or I'm off base here. Yeah. If the if the Eagles do not win the Super Bowl, it was because they had the wrong jockeys running that football team because the jockey, at the end of the day, won the divorce. His first opportunity, he's coaching a team to a division title. The Jags, we're not talking about the Giants. or yeah. We're not talking about the Bears yeah. or some franchise like San Francisco. We're talking about a team that's only won four division titles yeah. in its history and now Doug's won one. I mean, am I am I off base when I say well, this? you know, I, I mean, team had better coaching. I mean, I could understand you making that argument. I think I think there's a legitimacy to it. Um, I, I wouldn't want to, you know. Um, I think you know you've got to realize Nick is in his first year. Now they do have a very talented team, um, but you know everything's going to come down to a play here, a play there, and. Um, so I, I don't know that I do that. As long as you know uh, the game they play against, let's say San Francisco is a close game, you know that, you know you, you could be a good team and you're going to play them in a close game and you got to make a play here, a play there. I think that's probably what's going to end up happening as to who goes to the Super Bowl. It, it, it's probably going to be the Eagles and the Niners battling, and we know it's probably going to be a close game. You know. Oh yeah. And and it'll go down to the wire. So. Um, you know, I could see where, you know, uh, they could end up losing a close game. And, and still you look at it and you say that uh, Nick has done a tremendous job. Uh, but, you know, if they go to and continue playing the way they have been playing, then, you know, you say that, you know, they uh, they fell apart at the end. And, and then you would give, um, give Doug uh, the thumbs up to say that he had his team ready because he ultimately took them all the way. And, and, and you know, they got the uh, – they got the title, so it's going to be tight. Question, last yeah. question for you here. Um, you know, going going into the postseason here, the loss of Lane Johnson has been what to this team? It just seems that I don't want to say they've unraveled. Even more so with Jalen being out, obviously that's a major factor, but yeah. Lane's loss, the impact of him not being there has been what to you? Well, I, I, think, I think it's been uh, substantial. Uh, because, you know, a lot of times they look at that right side and they say, well, we don't even have to, you know, they're not game planning for that side. They don't have to worry about when, they, when, they're, when they're pass blocking. They don't worry about whoever's over there. They don't really care. We give them the lane, he'll take care of whoever's over there. Now they can't do that now. Now they got a game plan about that right side. And and uh, there have been times it's been shaky. And uh, yesterday, you know, uh, you, you got to give uh, credit for the fact that the, the blitzes really were unnerving and they took the Eagles out of what they like to do, you know, those blitzes. So somewhere or another, they're going to see some of the things they saw yesterday because, uh, you know, the NFL is a copycat league. So there are going to be people coming after them. Uh, and hopefully, you know, Lane can come back. I don't know that he can play, how well he can play with that abductor uh, injury. 
but hopefully he can come back and, and, and stabilize that right side because, uh, you know, they want to be able to, you know, throw the ball and throw the ball comfortably uh, with the, you know, without having, you know, uh, Jalen running for his life. So this thing's going to be interesting, man. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, hey, I'm with you here. By the way, I, I, I see you're at a shop and I just would like to tell you this, that I really miss. The Morris Blackman, you know, cut back in the day, you know. I mean, <laughs> right, yeah. I, I, I miss the old, I miss the old flat top, you know. Yeah, you know, right. you know Gary, I mean, you rocked that thing for years, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm trying to remember the name of that guy who. Uh, yeah, from they, Cameo. Yeah, Cameo, the Cameo guy. <laughs> yeah, well, that hey, that's up, uh, that's in the past. So. Uh, yeah, no, you rock. Hey, no, you rock that flat top, dog. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> Hey, I That's love you, Gary, man. Thank you right. so much for doing this. Hey, have this, a good man. one. Appreciate I hope it. the boys have something. From Fox I hope they have United. something. What's that? I said I, I, I hope they have some a strong finish. Me too. Me too. They're, they're going to need it. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, Gary. That's Gary right. Cobb from Fox 29. Whew. Absolutely, man. Okay, let's get to – I see some of you guys' thoughts. Wait a minute. So there's a guy going 14 wins versus nine. What are you talking about with what Nick did? Yeah, okay. You're right. Nick's a better coach than Doug Peterson. If that is not any more evident this year that he's not. When your coaches, when your coaches can't figure it out, they run to their boy, Coach Roseman. I can't figure out how to stop the difference in the run game. I can't, I don't know. Can you get me something? So they go to Baskin Robbins and find two dudes standing at the ice cream store. Hey, can you play the run? <laughs> we'll add you to the team. Doug Peterson figures the jag puzzle out. Hold on. Doug Peterson figures the ultimate Rubik's cube out known as the Jacksonville organization. He figures the Rubik's cube out. <laughs> Here's Nick and Shane and Jonathan Gannon. Uh, uh, left, left. It's left, left three. Top spin two. Roll it over. Bottom three. Two. And all four sides. Even an idiot like me knows that. <laughs> Even an idiot like me. Doug can't. <laughs> I mean, if I'm Doug Peterson, man, I must have be sitting here going, the one and the oh man, I, I'm not gonna say it because I made a prediction, man. I can't I'm not going back on my prediction. Wow, boys, you fired a coach of the year. Justify that, justify it, and you're gonna go. Well, they're 14 and three. So you think the job that Nick did this year is better than the job that Doug did in Jacksonville? Really. You have the best of everything, and really. <laughs> Dude, Doug, Nick Sirianni's the third best coach in the division. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder, 
and it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at messalaw.com. Mesa and Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to Ocean. I'm Jim Muehlbronner, Managing Partner at DelVal Insurance Group. Give us a call. We're a local, knowledgeable agency, not an 800 number. Go Birds! Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. How you doing? Unlike the Eagles, they don't like to finish strong. I do. Hit the like button. By the way, real quick, if I'm the Miami Dolphins, I'm playing Tua. I don't care. I got to win a game. I'm playing Tua. We'll still see the concussion protocol. I don't care. Play his ass. 
If he's cleared to play, play him. Because you're moving off him anyway. You have no chance of going anywhere doing anything with any of those other guys. Or you just want to wave the white flag. There's only two options. Either play, Tua, or wave the white flag. That's it. Real quick before I get to the Eagles by the numbers. Some really good years that you guys have had here. And some really good kudos we want to throw to people here. Um, Mike Tomlin's my favorite coach in the NFL. Um, Mike Tomlin completely turned that Steeler team around, had nothing to play for. The chances of those guys making the postseason, but you know what Mike did? He never stopped coaching. He never stopped motivating. He never stopped believing. And he took a rookie quarterback and had that guy carry him all the way through to a winning season. That must be unbelievable to say that I've never had a losing season in the history of my coaching tenor at Pittsburgh. That's why they've had only three coaches in 50-plus years in Pittsburgh. They have poison patience. They don't fire Doug Peterson. They don't fire him. Three coaches in Pittsburgh since 1969. When Nixon was in the White House, Chuck Noll, Bill Cowher, and Mike Tomlin. Three, it's Neil Armstrong put his foot on the moon. More popes, more presidents. I mean, it's incredible. It's the greatest example of what a front office in pro sports. It's in Pittsburgh. Poise and patience, unlike Houston, who's working on their fourth coach in four years. It's crazy. And Pittsburgh's had three since 1969. That's insane. That's insane. Dude, not only do they not get it right in Pittsburgh, but they let it work. Very seldom do you see free agency in Pittsburgh. They develop draft choices. It's a hey, the, the the kid from Georgia, that kid Pickens. I don't know what it is in Pittsburgh, but they can find wide receivers. I don't know how they do it, but every year they find wideouts. Fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round. It's incredible. Incredible how good they are. Incredible. Please, Jonathan Gannon, get the Houston Texans job. Because then we'll be calling him Jonathan Hackett. <laughs> Jonathan Hackett. Some, some kudos to some Eagle guys. TJ Edwards, 159 tackles. For a guy that wasn't named to the Pro Bowl, he had two sacks too. He really had a good year. My issue with, with, with TJ is he can't cover backs and tight ends very well out of the backfield, but he really had a great year. Kudos to him. He'll be a free agent. Be interesting to see what kind of market value he is once he gets out in the open market. And if the Eagles offer him a contract. I haven't heard any contract talks with TJ Edwards. I have a feeling either him or Kaiser White 
are going to um, walk and they're not going to be back. One of those guys is not coming back. And your boy, Nicobe Dean, <laughs> does that guy ever play? Jesus criminy, man. Talk about the steal of the draft. Not this year. As a matter of fact, I've never seen a third-round guy like that, in my opinion, offered to the team. The Kobe Dean brought nothing to the Eagles this year. Nothing. Zero. He's a third-round pick. He brought nothing. Steal of the draft. Where was that comment? <laughs> where? Where? <laughs> I don't see it. CJ, 67 tackles, six picks, co-led the NFL in interceptions. Had a great year. It was great to see him on the field, too, on Sunday. I like this player. I really do. I like this player. I like him a lot, actually. Javon Hardgrave. I'm going to let me let me ask you a question about him. 60 tackles, great. 11 sacks. Really great numbers. You think he's a good DT? They can't stop the run. Do you think he's a good defensive tackle? And would you pay him $15 million and he's suspect against the run? Okay? I mean, the scrub giant for 130 yards on that team, and you had your ones in. The scrub giants. Scrubs. Hassan Reddick, 50 tackles, 16 sacks. Spectacular year. And I'm going to make this proclamation to you guys. He's going to finish in my top three for defensive player of the year. I think he's had a great year. I do. I'm wrong. I think he's had a great year. Kudos. He has been, and of all the guys on Sunday, um, he was pressuring the quarterback the entire game. He did really well. He He's played well the last three months. He's really played well for three months. Okay, they figured it out. He can't cover backs and tight ends. He's limited big time there. But they figured that out. And they don't ask him to do that. He's not as skilled as Michael Parsons because Parsons can do that. He can't. I think it's a size issue. 6'1", 235, 245, whatever he is. He's kind of underwhelmed when you're going against tight ends and you're 6'1", and you're going against 6'7", guys. There's a physical mismatch. But when you wind him up and you have him go after quarterbacks, he's got a skill set for sure. But he's not hes not a first and second down guy. Don't get that wrong. You can run at his ass. He's not a very he's, – he's, he's, he's okay tackler. He's not great. He's a great pass rusher. He's a great pass rusher. But he's limited. That's why he's not – he's more of a situational guy. But he gets after people. But as a tackler and cover guy, below average. As a sack artist, elite. He's an elite pass rusher. He is below average as a tackler and cover guy. Okay? 
Hakeem, that's a great, great, great suggestion. Lovey Smith is defensive coordinator in Pittsburgh. Or I mean, in uh, Philadelphia. Wow. Wow. And you got, hey, you know what? I'll tell you something, Hakeem. He might be able to help Nicobe Dean because you know why? I could see Nicobe Dean being a cover two linebacker in the Tampa two. Just like Derek Brooks. And if that's where you're going, because he's a Tampa two defensive guy, he he would turn him potentially into Derek Brooks. And they kind of run a Tampa two scheme now a little bit. The reason that they had to go with that bare front, that 50 front, is because they were struggling against the run. But if you put a guy like Lovey in there, Lovey's even killed. He doesn't get in people's faces. He's a great coach. Boy, I love him. I've been, I was around him at Tampa with Tony Dungy. Lovey Smith is a spectacular coach. He is a great coordinator, too. He's the guy that made Derek Brooks who he was, a Hall of Fame player. Okay? And and and, and Nicobe, see, remember something Derek Brooks. When when Derek when Derek came out of um when he came out of Florida State, he was 6'2, 205. He was a small dude. And you were all like, we were all going like this. And they kind of played him sometimes at safety at FSU. And so when you watched Derek Brooks and he got drafted, dude, him and Sapp got drafted in the same draft. How'd you like that? And I don't think that was Tony Dungy. I think that was the coach before that, the former Bengal coach. Hey, Yale, I think if I'm not right, I, I, I think the former Bengal coach drafted Sapp and, uh, and uh, Brooks in the same draft. I don't think that was Tony Dungy. I don't, it may, it may be, but I thought it was the former, I thought it was the former Bengal coach who walks for, but it got Lovey Smith, man, coaching that team and coaching the Kobe Dean be fantastic. Brooks was undersized and they weren't really sure what to do with him. And they created the Tampa two. Again, here's a coordinator, Tony Dungy. And Lovey Smith building a defense around the personnel so that they can conform, like Jim Johnson did with, with Hugh Douglas. It's exactly what they did. Like Derek couldn't play in a standard traditional 43. He's too small. But they created something for him. Yeah, I mean, two Hall of Famers. Well, the only other thing yelled that the Steelers drafted a couple Hall of Famers with Chuck Noll back in the 70s. And I think if I'm not mistaken, I think Sayers and Butkus were also drafted in the same draft by Hallis and the Bears. Well, I, 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 Hallis and Sayers were drafted by the Bears in the first draft, in the, in the same draft. And I think there were a bunch of Famers in seven or draft maybe in Pittsburgh. And then I think uh, Sapp and Brooks were drafted. Same draft, too. So Hassan had a great year. He had a fabulous year. Miles Sanders, 259 carries, 1269, 11 touchdowns. 
What a fabulous year Miles Sanders had. Jalen Hurts, more carries this year than he did a year ago. I could have swore we were trying to get away from that. 165, 760 yards, and 13 touchdowns. Oh, hey, Mike. I lived on Harbor Island. Mike, I lived on Harbor Island for a long time. When you see DB, you tell him Big Sill said hi. Derek Brooks and I. I'll tell you a story, Mike. You know what Derek Brooks sends me every um, every week? He sends me a text message, making sure I'm a good husband and a good father every week. That's a Tony Dungy trick. Derek Brooks has sent me that text message probably 20 years. Every week he sends it to me. A lot of respect for Derek Brooks. He's a good man. He's a better man than player, and that says a lot because he's a fabulous football how about the year that Dallas Goddard had? Hey, guys, how many games did Goddard miss? How many games did Dallas Goddard miss? Four? Did Dallas Goddard miss four games? He still had 55 catches, 702 yards reception, and three touchdowns. There is no question Dallas Goddard was on his way to 1,000 yards. He missed five games. That's unbelievable. Dallas Goddard missed five ball games and had seven yards in reception yardage. Dude, that's incredible. Devontae Smith has really come on as of late. Broke the franchise record. 95 catches. 11.96. Seven touchdowns. Fantastic. Great year. Great second year. And continuing to get better. Best, one of the best route runners in all the NFL. A.J. Brown had a T.O. year. 88 catches. 14.96. 11 touchdowns. Now, T.O. did it in 14 games. He had 1,400 yards. But A.J. Brown, these are all car- these are all career marks for A.J. And now Jalen. 460 attempts. 306 completions. 66-5 quarterback completion. 37.01, 22 pounds and six interceptions, and a 101.6 QBR. Pretty solid. Those are pretty solid passing stats. They 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 kind of look like Carson Wentz's stats in um, Indianapolis last year, because those were pretty much the numbers. That's with Carson at 27 touchdowns a year ago in Indy. Those are are solid passing numbers. And from where he's come from, pretty good. Pretty good. Those are solid as a passer. Now, of course, you add the 702 or the 760 
running and the dual threat and all that other stuff. But as a passer, as a runner, he's, you know, as a passer, he's above average. That's a great one. I want to do that. Maniac. Maniac. I want to do that on Hertz at the top here. I want to do that. I want to hand out some grades for the 2022 season. And I'm going to go back down this list again with all these players. And I'm going to take a look at that. Plus, we're going to look at week 18. Regular season is closed up. I want your honest opinion. Don't look at it through eagle eyes. Look at it through the future because I always got some decisions to make. Let's do some grades next. We're going to do that. Also, draft order will reset. Keep it here on the National Football Show. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder, and it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at mesalaw.com. Mesa and Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. I'm Jim Muehlbronner, Managing Partner at DelVal Insurance Group. Give us a call. We're a local, knowledgeable agency, not an 800 number. Go Birds! Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. 
Show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game. Now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. Terrible effort versus the New York Giants to close up the 2022 regular season. Not very good. But we move on. I took away from this. You're lucky the JV team for the Giants was playing. Coaches handled the roster and how they handled Jalen. Those were my concerns on Friday. Nothing changed. It, It was embarrassing that you had your starters out there. Versus the giant team. Those were, that was the Giants practice squad. Was the Giants practice squad. A very unscripted first half of play calling. I mean, it was unscripted. It just looked chaotic. There was no rhythm. There was no trying to establish anything. It was unscripted, as usual. You know why it looked unscripted? Because Jalen wasn't using his legs to cover some of the bad play calling. It just wasn't very organized. And Yell goes, I prefer that. You do with a hurt quarterback that your running quarterback sneaks on? And the coach admitting after the game that Jalen played through pain? You don't want to have a game plan for that? You don't want to manage that. And it's a closeout game for home field advantage. And the Giants made a game. You really wanted to play your quarterback who's been banged up and hurt and has missed the last couple weeks and play him into the fourth quarter? Not me, man. That's not the way you manage an injured player. Well, then again, what would make me think they can – handle an injured player he got his face bashed in and you didn't know how to t- so let me ask said that he should have came out of the chicago game nobody on the sidelines that was a coach felt that also only the quarterback felt that what were they teaching? who were you managing Jalen Hurts said that he shouldn't have played in the second half of that Bear game. Nobody, no, 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 nobody thought better of it. <laughs> hey, can I tell you what this is like coaching? It's like Phil Jackson coaching Michael Jordan. Hey, Mike, turn and shoot. Hey, Mike, turn and shoot. Least Phil knows how to handle the roster and egos. And he was a magician. Phil Jackson was not an X's and O's guy. That was Turner and that was Kremens. 
on the Chicago staff and in Los Angeles that did all that shit for him. He was the guy that handled like the um, like the guy in the circus handling all the dishes. That's Phil Jackson's talent. Being able to handle all those guys and egos. Putting all the pieces on the chessboard in the right place at the right time. See a guy like a guy like Rodman, you gotta coach more. Okay? I like Jordan, you don't. When your best player is your hardest worker, that's the ultimate. Hey, Dan, which quarterback has more pressure in the playoffs? <laughs> Dak Prescott, he sucked out loud. Dude, you got to win, or I'm firing that guy. I'm. So- Why would I continue if I'm Jerry Jones to continue to burn money? Good money after shit money. Why would you continue? Dude, give me Cooper Rush. I could do the same shit with Cooper Rush that I'm doing with Dak, but $41 million cheaper. I could put Jimmy Garoppolo in Dallas and do the same thing Dak's doing. You pay the $42 million to win schools. Not to go 12 and whatever. Cowboys have a good record again, right? Okay. They're a one-and-done team. You can't beat the shitty Washington Commanders with some dude named Howell who hadn't played all year. And they blew you out. The Washington Commanders blew the Cowboys out. At least the Eagles won against the Scrubs. I mean, Dak Prescott's got to play, man. Let me get into this Eagle. I want to ask you guys. What would you give TJ Edwards for a grade this year? These are some of the people. These are some of the people. Um, that have had really great years in Philadelphia this year. What would you give TJ Edwards as a grade? C minus? B? How good do you think TJ Edwards played this season? C? He didn't suck. 159 tackles, two sacks. His coverage is suspect. Tackling is a problem. Down to D plus lately. I'm going to say this. TJ Edwards is going to get a B minus from me. He was playing A minus earlier in the year. My opinion. I think he's walked back minus. How about Gardner Johnson? What grade would you give Gardner Johnson? Injuries for you. I mean, it's part of the conversation here. A plus, A, A for CJ, A minus. Mr. International, I'm going to go with you and also Ray. CJ had himself a year where if the Eagles, if I were him, I wouldn't sign with the Eagles. I'd want to, here, I'd want to sign with the Eagles. But I also want to know who your coordinator is going to be if Gannon does leave. 
if Gannon leaves, I want to know who your coordinator is. Okay, does that make sense? Because that could be a whole different feel. Coordinators have a whole different way of calling games. Plus, remember something about Gardner Johnson. He makes $836,000. He is a significant pay raise. Somewhere between $15 and $17 million. He can play corner, slot corner. He can play safety for you. He's a very versatile player, and he's a hitter. Xander, he's a Bama kid, right? He's a Bama kid. I, I think he's a Bama kid. Well, this guy's been coached. He's got an attitude. I'll tell you, he is going to be a hot commodity on open market. And if I were Howie, I would look at him over Bradbury and over, I don't know, man. Gardner Johnson's got to be somebody. Oh, he's a Gator? Dude, this kid can play. Five years, 50 million? Way, way, way under. Way under. Dude, he's going to get $14 million a year. Okay? He's going to get $14 million. 10 a year? You're underpaying him. A minus, though, I'd give him. Javon Hardgrave. Supposedly, there's a three-year, $51 deal on the table for him. They'll probably resign him. I would say this to you. There were times this year he struggled um, against the run. The whole group struggled against the run. They're down in the lower third of the league against the run. Um, still 11 sacks, 60 tackles. He had an A minus year. He really, and he really got jobbed, in my opinion, for the Pro Bowl. He's a Pro Bowl football player. He is a really good football player, and I would want to sign him. You know, he's making 12 9 now. You're going to have to pay him north of what Fletcher Cox is making at 14 4 now. He really. 11 sacks for a defensive tackle like Yale saying. That's a spectacular season. Spectacular year. Hassan Reddick. I'm going to go here, Reddick, on his grade. I'm going to give him a B. And here's why. As a pass rusher, A+. Plus. As a cover guy, C. As a tackler, C. Covering backs, C. He's average in everything else. He's average everywhere else. As a pass rusher, he's A+. But as a football player, now, again, if you're saying this to me, Sills, as a pass rusher, or wait, as a complete ball player, it's B. He's not a complete ball player. He can't cover. He's not very effective as a tackler. Fact. Okay? I give him a B. As a pass rusher, he's elite. I'm not denying that. 
But as a complete ball player, he's not. He's not a complete player. That's why he struggled in Carolina and in Arizona. I mean, and again, he wasn't brought in to be a cover guy, though. And he wasn't brought in to have guys run at him. He was brought in to get after people, and he did. So he's a tough guy to evaluate. Okay. He's like, he's not a three down guy. He's not going to make tackles for you. He's not covering tight ends. He struggles at all of that. He struggles at all of that. As a pass rusher, he's elite. That's right, Danny. That's right. They're not paying him to do all that. But as a, like Parsons is more complete. He can do all that stuff. That's why he's a better player. Miles Sanders, 259 carries, 1269, 11 touchdowns. Here's my problem with Sanders. This is one-year wonder conversation. He's never – how many years has Sanders been in Philadelphia? Can you guys tell me? How many years has Sanders been in Philly? How many years has he been in in, in Philadelphia? By the way, he's had an A year. He's had an A year. 12, 69, 11 touchdowns, five yards of carry, A, A year. He's one of the better backs in the game. He's totally one of the better backs. But five years, he's never done this. Is it a one-year wonder deal? Are you concerned that he's one year? Or some guys are late bloomers. Look at Rashad Penny up in Seattle. Never figured out how to use him up there, right? He, he kind of came on late once he picked up how to pick up blitzes. He struggled in Seattle. Some guys are just late bloomers sometimes. Been hurt pretty much throughout the entire five years. You know, whether or not they bring him back, I completely doubt they bring him back. But for his season this year in a contract, this is what people in the open market are going to say. Uh, he did this one time. Are you going to pay $14 million for one year when the rest of them have been marred with injuries and missed games? Are you going to pay him for that? That might be to the benefit of the Eagles because he goes out in the open market. Now, look, there's going to be a massive market for him. Kansas City, Buffalo, Baltimore, places, maybe Chicago. Places are going to want to put an elite back, especially when when you have an elite quarterback. You're going to want to put an elite back. I wouldn't call Miles. Miles Sanders... Had an elite year. He's not an elite player. Does that make sense? Right? Right? Does that make sense? He had an elite year, but I don't consider him an elite player. Like like Tony Pollard, I think is a better player than Miles Sanders. I think Tony Pollard's better. He catches the ball better. You could put him in the slot. I think the Cowboys' Tony Pollard is better than him. I'd rather have Tony Pollard. Okay? To me, Tony Pollard's better than Miles Sanders. I do dig my – like, if you put Tony Pollard behind Jalen Hurts, I mean, can you imagine Jalen Hurts getting the ball to him in open space? 
and throwing in, you know, screen passes, they really are limited in that game. And he would improve that part of the game. Aaron Jones is a good ball player. I like Jones more than Miles Sanders. I, I, I like Tony Pollard more than I like Miles Sanders. But he had an elite year. A year for sure. Dallas Goddard. Man, I'll tell you what. Dallas Goddard just might be the second best player on the Eagle team. He is elite. He missed five ball games. Man, is he 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 is the best receiver on this team. Dude, he's got a nose for the end zone. He's physical. He's a great blocker. He's wonderful. After the catch, dude, you know, I probably can't give him an A because of the injuries and missed time. But boy, I'll tell you, he is an A talent. He just got hurt. So I'm going to give him a B plus. He is, he's a, he's better than Zach Ertz. He's better than Zach Ertz. I think he, I'll tell you what, I would compare him to the dude in Baltimore. The, he, he's like the dude in Baltimore. What's his name, Edwards? He's like that guy in Baltimore. Okay, but remember something with the dude in Baltimore. He's like the main target there. Goddard's like, it kind of goes off and on between the three of them. Mark Andrews, that's it. That kid's a really good player up there. I think they're kind of the same dude. And that says a lot because I think a lot of that guy up in Baltimore. Totally why they let Ertz go. Dude, Zach Ertz used to look for four-leaf clovers. Every time he catches the ball, he goes to the ground and he's looking on the ground four-leaf clover. This guy's looking for the end zone. He's a really good ball player. B-plus. It's the only reason I give him the B-plus is because he missed significant time. Devontae Smith, 95 catches, 11.96, seven touchdowns. Is that an elite year in today's NFL? Ninety-five catches and eleven ninety-six and seven touchdowns. Do you think that's an elite year in today's NFL? <clears throat> he was the second option. Let me take a look at something here. Second option. Hunter Renfro, stats. According to Wikipedia. Hunter Renfro, stats. So, a year before Hunter Renfro was hurt, he had 103 catches for, I think it was 1206. This last year he was injured, but he's considered a number two option. Last year, he had 1,038, nine touchdowns. But then again, Devontae wasn't on that team a year ago. 
Waller was on the team. 95 catches, breaks the franchise record. Um, 11.96, seven touchdowns. Renfro has 10.38. He's the second option to Devontae Adams. Um, 95 catches. I would give him an A minus. Now, where he was picked, it's expected. He's in, how much did he improve? What did he have last year? 940? So put about 300 yards on his total from a year ago. Plus, AJ's in the building, like Tone says. And he went from 64 catches a year ago, 95 this year. Improved. And by the way, I'll say this to you him. I think he got better towards the end of the year. He's one of the few Eagle guys that picked his game up towards the end of the season. I mean, of all the guys that continually got better, he got better. And when Goddard went out, they figured a way to get him the rock. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say A minus for him. He he really he really did come on as of late. It totally came on as of late. AJ Brown, 88 catches, 1496 and 11. That is an absolute spectacular season by anybody's measures on any football team. When you're over 1400 yards, you're in the elite status. You're 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 putting big numbers up. Okay? 88 catches, uh, 1496, all career highs for him. A solid A, okay? A solid A. I'm not a fan of his attitude, but a solid A. So you got A, A minus, B plus, and the only reason Goddard doesn't get an A is he missed time. That's a solid group to go to, to build around. And by the way, that's a core group for the next three years. I mean, Brown, Smith, and Goddard, you're going places. You're going places with that. If you continue to keep building the team smart and you keep making sure your your roster's balanced and your salary cap is balanced, um, you're going to continue to get better. Jalen Hurts now. I think you have to look at two Jalen Hurts in his evaluation, and I think this is what they're going to do when it comes to talking about his money. Jalen Hurts, as in his importance on the team, is what? A. His importance to the run game, to the pass game, to the psyche of the team, it's A. He's more valuable to the run game, though. His value is in the run game. Look at and 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 you know what? The loss of Lane and Jalen these last couple weeks has been evident. They can't run the ball like they have remember October, November. They cannot run the ball like that. 
They're not consistent. They're not good enough. And the play calling is suspect. Dude, what, what, what happened to Miles Sanders in the second half of the scrimmage that you had on Sunday? Where was he? You got a 1,200-yard back, and you don't go to him, and your quarterback's hurt, and you know he's hurt, and you're running quarterback sneaks. I don't get that. I mean, I just – Jalen as a runner and as a dual-threat guy, okay, there's no question. 165 carries, 760 yards, 13 touchdowns. Dude, you're breaking down third down and you're breaking down perimeters all season long doing that. Now, let's go as a passer. 460 attempts. Clearly not enough in this today's NFL. You're not taking advantage of the league today. I mean, look, I want to show you this with these passers and attempts. Every offense in the NFL takes advantage of today's NFL. Okay? Mahomes at 650 attempts. Herbert at 700 attempts. Brady at 733 attempts. Cousins at 663 attempts. Joe Burrow had 640 attempts. Jared Goff had 400 or 587 attempts. Josh Allen had 567 attempts. Geno Smith had 670 attempts. Geno Smith. And Trevor Lawrence had 582 attempts. Jalen had 460. That's not enough. You're not taking advantage of today's NFL. And your quarterback worn out by the end of the year. Of all the quarterbacks, these guys aren't worn out. Your guy's banged up and worn out. Thank God they got the – dude, seriously, the only thing that came out of that Giants game is that you did get the bye, and you get to rest this dude again. His style of play has worn him out, and you don't throw the ball enough. Now, some would go, Sills, look at the stats with these three guys. Correct. But you're relying on breakdowns and plays when Jalen takes off to cover some of the bad. How good could that offense be? And you know what they do too? They don't do it and they don't. The reason why you have, I want to show you something here. 460 passing attempts. 165 rushing attempts. That's 625 total attempts with the ball in his hand. That equals Mahomes. That equals Herbert. That equals Brady. That equals Cousins. That equals Allen. All those guys made the playoffs. But they threw it. They throw for first downs. If Jalen's not out there, you're going to be suspect in your passing game on first downs. How do you think the Giants were able? Here's, here's, a, here's exactly what has happened the last month to the Eagle passing offense. Okay? Here's what's happened. They, they do a nice job getting the perimeter guys, the ball, the boom. All of a sudden, they got a couple three and outs. Other team scores. Um, the defense allows a suspect quarterback like Andy Dalton to take it right down the field, 14-play drive on you, and you're in a ball game. 
Dak has a 77 completion percentage against you. Even though your receivers are getting the numbers. And the only guys carries that went up were Jalen's. It's not a formula for consistency. Because your guy's going to miss ball games. Conventional offense with no quarterback run threat. Well, Yale. The Chiefs were 14 and 3. Allen was 13 and 3. Herbert's 12 and 4. Allen's 13 and 3. Geno made the playoffs. Lawrence made the playoffs. Brady made the playoffs. And these quarterbacks didn't miss time. The dual threat quarterbacks that miss time that are in the playoffs are Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson. There's no coincidence to that. There's no coincidence. So, Jalen as a passer to me, he's a B. There's nothing exceptional except the touchdown to interception ratio and the quarterback rating. And the the completion percentage is over 65, which is great. He's at 66.5. He improved it from 61 a year ago. But when I look at those numbers as a passer, he's not exceptional. He's gotten gotten so much better, though. He's gotten so much better. So, 5.573, so everything... Watch this. As a passer, he's a B. He's a well above average. As a guy who, in his importance, he had an A season for sure. There's no denying that. He was the best quarterback all year long in the NFC, in my opinion, because you do have to plug in his importance to winning the ball. I think that's important. And I'm being fair here. Um, The potential is there as a passer because of his tremendous work ethic and how he wants to be a better player and how smart he is. He's smarter than Josh Allen in my – I think Josh Allen has been coached – I think Josh Allen the last two months has been coached exceptionally by Ken Dorsey. I think they've been more structured in the second half of the season with Josh Allen and not getting that guy's ass hit as many times as they did in the first half. He's a reckless ball player, though. But he's got to get better. He's got to get better. Okay? And I, and I mean, maybe even just smarter he's got to. Coaches are his downfall. I, I hate to do that, but it is. Okay? It is. I mean, look. Just the simplest thing, and 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 I know you guys probably don't look at it, but the quarterback sneak with an injured guy. Would you really run? Would would you really run a who you came into the press conference after the game saying he paid played through enormous pain, and you're running quarterback sneaks? Anything happens in those sneaks, they're a rough play. It's a goal line play, fourth down and one are goal line plays. 
You're going all out in that. That didn't make any sense. I mean, I mean, he's banged up and you're running goal line plays. You know what I mean? I, I didn't get that. I, it, it just didn't seem that they really had Jalen's best interest. Okay? I know they were wanting to win the game, but at all expenses and against the giant scrubs, that's been my rub today is that the coaches couldn't put scrubs away. That coaching staff couldn't put the practice squad roster away for the Giants. You don't find that weird? I mean, at least Washington played a bunch of first starters, and they beat up the Cowboys. Dude, that was like the worst performance of the Sunday for a team that had to win a division and get home field. Okay? Shit, man, at least the Chiefs, they had to play against the front-line Raider guys. You didn't. You played against guys who were fighting to stay on rosters. Not guys fighting for jobs to keep as a starter. That made no sense. Hertz is not 6'2". He's not. I mean, it just, there's all kinds of little nuanced things with that. You know, and, and you know, I, I mentioned it on the sports take thing. They had nine carries. Okay, some of those were kneel downs and this and that. I didn't want him running once, let alone five times. Where do you find that to be? It's just not common sense. Okay, quarterback has a hurt shoulder. And if you run him once, that to me is a problem. I don't get it. Okay, I I don't. Still, Shane has regressed his play calling, his high school level. Lucius, you know why his play calling has regressed? Because there's no Lane Johnson and no Jalen Hurts. You take those two guys off a roster, and you take those two guys off of the um, off of your huddle. You're you're gonna have a drop. This is what I was telling you guys three weeks ago, when you guys were still saying that the Eagles are the best team. You're not the best team because your personnel's not you you don't have the same personnel on the field. Lane's the best player. Lane Johnson is the best player on the Philadelphia Eagle team. He is the n- number 1 or number 2 rated. Jalen's not one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the league. He's not. He's probably top 13, something in there. Okay? Jalen's probably top 13. Now, He's had an MVP season when you put the rushing totals in there. Yeah, but I mean, he's probably in the top 13. He's like, these other guys here are different. It's a different – all these guys are playoff guys. Okay? They're not runners. They're not dual threat dudes. Josh Allen was spectacular, Sills. Did you see the t- – TK, he is a amazing football player. Little reckless with the ball and little reckless with the way he approaches the game is my concern. You know, if I'm going to be fair to Jalen here and his and my critiquing of Jalen, I got to be fair to Allen too. Got to reel that in. Andrew Luck, he looks like Andrew Luck in a lot, but I think he's better than Andrew Luck. I think I think Josh Allen's better than Andrew Luck. Okay? He is an unbelievable ball player. Lane is the best player on the roster. Kelsey's too. I would probably say AJ. Jay, if I had to, I'd probably say AJ Brown is too. 
He's a spectacular, he had a spectacular season. And his jump ball, remember what I said to you guys at the beginning of the season? I said AJ Brown is going to be a jump ball nightmare with teams, especially in the red zone. And he is. And when he's in open space, I'll tell you this he is a force. Hey, Xander, everyone, do you guys happen to see Derrick Henry in that Jags game? Throw that stiff arm. I'll tell you this, man. I've only one other guy I've ever seen throw that stiff arm like that. That's Walter Payton. Okay, I didn't realize that Derrick Henry had almost 1,500 yards rushing. I thought, you know, I didn't I didn't see any of those. I think he had one 200-yard rushing game this year. Dude, Derrick Henry. <laughs> so he picked that guy up from the Jags, and he put that guy on his head. He is a force to be reckoned with, man. I could not believe what he did to that guy. Boy, man, is he a – he is – Jimmy G is back, Sills. Jimmy G! God, do I love Jimmy G. I think they're going to keep Purdy in there, though. That Purdy dude in San Francisco's played some great ball. I'm trying to get him on the program. His father's a hurricane. He played college ball at the University of Miami, a little bit after me. Trying to get him in there, man. I reached out to um, Kane's baseball, and I got the old man. I go, is that your kid? He goes, yeah, that's my kid. I go, Brock Purdy's your son. He goes, yeah. I go, okay, we got to get him. I got to get him. And he goes, he doesn't want to do any interviews right now. He's just, he's hanging in there, you know. It's all about team for him. This kid's turning out to beat Joe Montana. Dude, he's a <laughs> Jalen's top five. <laughs> Forte. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So Jalen Hurts over Mahomes. No. Jalen Hurts over Joe Burrow. No. Jalen Hurts over Josh Allen. No. Um, Jalen Hurts over Trevor Lawrence. No. Okay. Shit, dude. Geno Smith had a better year than Geno Smith had a better passing season than Jalen Hurts did. Let's see if that's a fact. Let me see here. I got to double check Gino's numbers here. Let me see this here. Jeb says I'm stupid. Okay, well, let's find out. Gino Smith stats. Let's take a look at that. He says I'm stupid. Okay. Let's where's where's Jalen's numbers? Here we go. Here's Gino Smith's 2022 season. Geno Smith had 572 attempts. Jalen Hurts had 460. Geno Smith had 400 completions. Jalen Hurts had 306. Geno had 4282. Jalen had 3701. Geno Smith led the NFL in completion percentage. At 69.8, Jalen is 66.5. Gino had 30 touchdowns. Jalen had 22. Gino had a 100.1 quarterback rating. Jalen had 101.6. The only thing he beat him in was 101.6 versus 100.1. 100.9. You're stupid. 
Facts. I just read you a fact. And his team made the postseason. Geno Smith had a better passing year than Jalen Hurts did. That's incredible. Wow. So what's your thoughts on next week's playoffs games? We'll get there. That's wild. Geno had a better year than Jalen. It's technically, look at you, Tone. Look at Tone. He uses the word technically. (laughs) It's technically true. Come on, Tone. Not you, too. Technically? (laughs) You mean factually. It's not textual. It's not technically. (laughs) It's not technically. (laughs) Yeah. Look at Tone. Tone goes, technically, he did. (laughs) See that little asterisk he put? See, in broadcasting, Tone is now learning how to do the game here. You see, because that is an asterisk. (laughs) He's putting an asterisk by that in his take. Gino with a better passing season than Jalen Hurts. No, 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 Espo. Technically and factually, the Eagle team went 14 and 1. Factually. And factually, Jalen missed games. Technically. <laughs> Look at Tone learning the game already, you youngster. Look at that, man. Sills, technically, he did. Oh, technically? <laughs> um, okay. They run technically, they run the ball in Seattle without Geno, too. Was Geno ever mentioned in the MVP balloting? Not top five, he wasn't, but he was mentioned. Uh, hey, Joseph, no. That's right. No. And he had a better passing year than your guy. Hands down, too. And actually, it's not close. Technically. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> Geno Smith. 4,200, almost 4,300 passing yards and 30 touchdowns. That's what you guys wanted Jalen to do. But dual threat. I got to take a timeout. Week 18 NFL. Some dog shit games and some great games. Keep it here. Hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder, and it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at MessaLaw.com. Messon Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits go for the scene go for the screens 
Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Hi, I'm Jim Muehlbronner, Managing Partner at DelVal Insurance Group. Give us a call. We're a local, knowledgeable agency, not an 800 number. Go Birds! Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio. Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. National title game, Georgia by 45. (laughs) Georgia by 40. Hey, you want to hear something crazy? Both these quarterbacks are the same age as Jalen Hurts. I think both these guys are 24. What's this guy's name? Stetson Bennett? How old is Stetson Bennett? He's 25. Jalen's old. Jalen's younger. How old is the TCU quarterback, Dugans? He's 21. Okay. So Stetson Bennett, the guy that's playing for Georgia, 
is older than Jalen Hurts. Georgia by 45. Okay. So next year, you guys have the Niners, the Bills. You'll take care of the Vikings. Lamar Jackson with the Dolphins. Andy Reid and the Chiefs. Shit. What do you think Mahomes... Hey, what do you think Mahomes goes for on a completion percentage if uh, your boy Jonathan Gannon doesn't get a gig? 100% completion percentage? <laughs> you think 100? The Bucks. I don't think Brady's there, so I don't think that's going to be a problem. Seahawks and Geno. Geno beat Jalen. And the Jets. There's probably going to be Garoppolo in New York with the Jets. I think Jimmy G goes to the Jets. That coach has to win some ball games. Jimmy J. <laughs> I can't wait for next year. This is going to be. It will be some bumps and bruises. See, this is what's going to happen. Can I, watch this. Big Sills with the crystal ball. What do you see happening next year with the Eagles? They'll give Jalen Hurts his money. They'll give Steichen and everyone extensions, and they'll be fired like Cliff Kingsbury <laughs> and, and the head coach and the quarterback will be. What I'm not gonna no, I'm not gonna put uh, juju on it. I don't want to put any bad juju on it. But how's that, Cliff King? So wait a minute, Cliff Kingsbury had Kyler Murray, and he had Patrick Mahomes, and he didn't have a winning season as a like he didn't have like a career winning records. So you couldn't win with Mahomes and Kyler Murray. How did he get that job? How did Cliff Kingsbury get that job? In Arizona, he couldn't win with Patrick Mahomes and he couldn't win with Kyler Murray. Dude, <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, uh, right? All right, here. The Bucks. I'm not going with some of these dumb games. Bucks end the season 8-9. They took care of the Falcons 30-17. Bills and Patriots is a pretty good ball game. Allen, three touchdowns, of course. 13-3, 35-23, they take care of the Patriots, knock the Patriots out of the postseason. So this now will be four years Bill Belichick hasn't won a postseason game. Okay? Eagle fan, Seals, you'll be gone from Jacob Sports by next season. You may be right. Bengals beat the Ravens 27-16. I don't give a shit about that stuff, Eagle fan. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I'm not, you know, no, no, I just want that guy to know it's okay. You know, I love it. Oh. <laughs> uh, Bengals beat the Ravens. Hey, you, one thing I'll say about you guys, you guys are totally right. I do think that, that Lamar Jackson is not playing because he wants a contract and I'm going to give it to you guys. Dude, if he's healthy and he's not out there, I might have a problem with the way this has all gone down, okay? 
I'm, I'm, I might have a problem with that. Bengals end the season 12 and four. Started 0-2. Texans beat the Colts. How about the FU on the out the, on the way out the door by Lovey? I thought that was great, man. Dolphins in a barn burner, 9-8. Play two, I say. Steelers beat the Browns 28-14. Tomlin ends the season 9-8. Jags and Dougie P, baby. Beat the 16, beat Tennessee. Doug wins a division title. Coach of the year. He gets my vote. Broncos upset the Chargers. Dude, this that's where, in my opinion, that's where I think guess who lands? Sean Payton. 31-28. The Chargers end up 10-7. Niners. They destroy the Cardinals 38-13. 13-4 by San Francisco. After that really bad start because they were playing one play Trey. Out to a great, 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 or finishing strong, winning 10 consecutive ball games. How you doing? 49ers are the best team in the NFC today. Seahawks over the Rams, 1916. Geno Washington crushes the Cowboys and has, watch this. I'll give you this. The Eagles had an embarrassing performance. But the Cowboys had the worst game of the weekend. 26-6. They lost to a dude named Thurston Howell. And it, it, way to go, Ron Rivera. He ends the season 8-8-1. Eight, eight, and one. How about the job Dan Campbell did? They beat the Packers and knocked Rodgers out. 20-16. The Lions have a winning record at 9-8. Very interesting NFL. Really a great Crazy. Dude, Kingsbury has Patrick Mahomes and Kyler Murray, and he doesn't have a winning record. And you want to hire that guy again as a head coach? <laughs> Why? <laughs> uh, dude, Bob, I want Lovey Smith as the next defensive coordinator. Okay. I want the I, I want Lovey Smith as the coordinator for the uh for the Eagles next year. He would be insane. He would be great. If he could do that. Hey, I really appreciate it. By the way, Bob, not Bob, Mike Gullick tomorrow. He's got some family issues, but I think we're working on Mike, former ESPN morning host, to come on the program tomorrow and talk a little bit about the playoffs. So Mike Gullick, we're working on for tomorrow. We appreciate everybody. Thank you guys so much. Well-deserved bye. It's going to be interesting. NFL playoffs are this weekend. Unbelievable time of the year now. Who wins the Super Bowl? We shall see. God bless you guys till tomorrow, 3 to 6 Eastern. We'll see you on the flip side. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.